0: Hello, beautiful listeners and seekers and people who are tuning in. I'm so excited you're here. My name's Janice, and if you're not familiar with this, you're in for a treat. This is the Energy and Intuition podcast, and coming up on this episode, we are going to dive in to the mind, the mentality, the energy, and this is not going to be your typical mindset episode. This is going to shift your perspective of you, and your mind and how you work with each other. So if you're excited, let's go. Welcome to the Energy and Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Janice Brown, and I'm an intuition and energy coach, a respiratory therapist, a yoga instructor, and a speaker. This podcast is all about making your life easy, because when you understand things from an energetic perspective, and you know how your intuition works and feels, things just kind of light up and flow along. It becomes really clear and very, very empowering. So this podcast is all about you and elevating that perspective. It's about having that conversation to give us that clarity. We're going to break a lot of things down and have a lot of fun doing it. Here we go. Hello, I hope you are doing well, feeling good, or at the very least feeling authentically. You know, sometimes we get into that, I can pivot, I can pivot to optimism, I can pivot to like positivity, and that's great, but we still have to be able to feel the whole range and understand and work with that. So for those of you who don't know whether you've been listening for a while or not, I don't usually pre-plan my episodes anymore. I genuinely show up usually on the weekend and go, okay, what am I inspired to talk about now? What does my intuition say? You know, talk about this, uplift people here. And so I was meditating earlier today, because again, my intuition was like, just stop and chill out for a little bit. So I did. And it was like, highlight this really cool, really fine area that people don't really talk about when we talk about mindset and our thoughts and getting on top of our mind and over analysis and overthinking and overwhelm, right? We have all experienced this at some point. And there is a balance to it. Sometimes we drop into our analytical mind because we want to understand, we want to process, we want to think this out, we want to see where the connections are and how it flows. And I am so in favor of that. And then there are other times where your mind is just churning and it's like, I can't stop it. I can't stop it. I can't stop it. And I'm exhausted. And, and oh my gosh, and oh my gosh, I don't know how to get on top of this, right? You're worried about everything. You're worried about work and what somebody said and what do they think? And oh my gosh, did that email, did I word it too strongly or was it not enough? I hope I was clear. Did I baby gate the whole way? Can you feel the stress? Just building as I'm talking about this. If this is you, this episode is for you because we're going to talk about this really fine area. And the area I'm talking about is to not lose yourself in your thoughts. So if you find that you are getting caught up in your thoughts, if you find that you're stressing and you're feeling drained because your mind is running and you just can't stop it, it's not the thoughts. The reason you're feeling drained is because you are buying into those thoughts. Does that make sense? Right? If you're worried about, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be in a relationship, it's literally just a thought. Detach from it. Observe it and just be like, oh, that's a thought. I get to decide if that is true or if that is not true for me right? We've all had this thought, oh my gosh, this person hates me. Well, it's a thought. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But you get to decide if you're going to buy into that thought, if you're going to spend time, if you're going to spend energy there. So it's really important to remember that your thoughts are not all you. You are not required to feel every thought that you have. It's like sitting by a river and just watching things or people float by. Like, oh, that's one. Oh, that's another one. Oh, that's another one. Right? Or one of those buffets where things just kind of like roll. Not roll, but they're on a little carousel. If you've ever been to one of those sushi restaurants, it just kind of comes by and you pick it off. You're like, I want that one. That one works for me. It's really no different than our thoughts. Whether your mind is racing, whether it's reeling, you get to decide. And this is how we stand in our power. And one of my my friends and mentors, she calls it her sovereignty, right? Your sovereign power, your authentic authority. You get to decide which thoughts have meaning, which ones are relevant, which you choose to engage with. That is all up to you. And can you feel that? Can you feel being the person who's just observing thoughts? Sometimes I like to think of it as a personal assistant being like, I have this concern. Hmm? Okay, yes or no. Okay, I have this concern. Huh? Yes or no, right? You're going to Pick and choose from the options being presented. And when people talk about doing mindset work, what they're trying to change is the options presented, right? I'm not going to have that worst case scenario of thought. I'm going to assume the best. I'm going to shift my mindset so that I don't hate money. Money's a good thing and money flows to me and I'm going to make that shift. That's what they're talking about with mindset, changing the options that are available to us. So you can always attempt to change the options available if that resonates with you. And it's a good thing to do if things, if you don't like any of the options, you're at the wrong restaurant, go somewhere else. Change those thoughts, change those options. But the reason that you feel tired, the reason that having a mind that's running We deem to be negative or bad. Is that we're just buying into thoughts that aren't serving us. And if you just observe them. You can really, truly conserve so much energy. It's okay to be a stubborn person and just be like, no. Nope. I'm not buying into that. I'm not right? Your mind is the best salesperson on the planet. It's like, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And we have this option and this and this and this. And you can stand there and go, I'm not going to buy any of this. No, that's not for me. And when you can find that separation, when you know that your mind is separate from your soul, And it has a completely different role than your soul. You can start to pick and choose and utilize your mind. For the goodness it's offering. For the things that it's offering that are serving you. Rather than getting caught up and exhausted and buying in. And going along with that flow. I hope this is kind of pointing you to where to throw down the boundary, where to put that barrier and say, you know what? I'm not crossing this line. I'm not engaging with my own head unless it is a thought that delights me. Unless it is a thought that excites me. And if you're like, but what about the thoughts trying to keep me safe? Honestly, If there is danger, you're going to feel it. Your body's going to pick up on it. The hair on your neck will stand up. Your gut will turn. You know those cues. Your mind has just been on overactive duty. So you get to choose. You get to have fun with it. Just like observe. And what I often invite people to do Because you don't have to do all or nothing. We have this weird concept. If we're going to do it, we have to commit. And there are times that is a fantastic concept. And there are times it is an absolutely atrocious concept. But when we want to do this work, you don't have to go all in right away if you're just starting. You can sit with your mind and just say, all right, I'm going to let my mind run and I'm going to see what happens because you don't have to buy in, right? You can just observe and say, I'm going to observe it. And then you sit down and you do and you notice your mind is racing, basically doing gymnastics to try and pull things like, you know, in fourth grade, you wore this outfit and it was It was hideous. What were you thinking? And when you were in high school, this happened. And yesterday, you sent an email that wasn't perfect. Like, it could be interpreted differently. And I'm just worried about this. And the neighbors, well, the fence, I don't know. Like, your mind is literally crossing the earth to try and pull concerns. And it's not all that your mind does. Your mind does some incredible things, like get intuitive impulses, and you can use it to create and visualize and focus and place intentions but I'm talking the egoic part of the mind that likes to race, that likes to keep you safe. It's an assistant. It's not the governor. It's not what rules you. You rule you. So this is an invitation to you to start to realize where you're engaging. When your mind starts to run, Are you going with it or are you standing your ground? Are you defining who you are? Because that's what happens when you say, you know what, mind? I'm not going this direction. I'm not going to everything that can go wrong. I've defined myself as somebody who is successful, who is smart, who will figure this out, who has fun along the way, who is abundant, who's wealthy, who's healthy, who's happy, joyful, delighted, so I'm not going to buy in to your doomsday diatribe. And when you anchor yourself in that energy, first of all, you're not wasting energy because that worrying energy is exhausting. Second of all, you are creating this huge, absolutely incredible shift in your universe. And that has ripple effects to everyone's universe. So it's pretty incredible. I know that this entire episode is focused on one point, one very minute detail, but it's a really, really powerful detail if you want to conserve energy, which then you can parlay into expansive work or shadow work or whatever you'd like to do. It's gonna give you that energy And it's going to pivot you. It's going to change where your direction is. It's going to alter your GPS heading in a positive way. So it's a really powerful detail. And when you can start to stand in your power and observe, you have all the control. All the control to say, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. This is who I'm being. And then life starts to get magical. Then you start to realize how powerful you are. You're like, whoa, I'm actually in control of my mind, on top of my mind. And it doesn't run. I don't overthink. I don't overanalyze. It's more of a conversation than a drill sergeant. And that's when you know you've made change. When you're sitting there observing and you're not buying into every single thought and you're not stressed out and you're like, "Hmm, it could run if it wanted to. I'm here, I'm present. That's when you know you've made that change. It's a really, really powerful point. It's a very small one. But spend some time this week noticing. Embracing it. Seeing how you handle that moment without judgment, with curiosity. Just notice, like, this is really something that I do buy into more than I maybe should. Notice how it goes. And then decide what changes you want to make. I hope you guys have enjoyed this, exploring it, fine-tuning yourselves, because this is where the excitement is. This is where that expansion accelerates. So take some time, explore it for you, and we'll be back again next week discussing some other aspect of elevating ourselves and exploring and expanding. I'm sending you guys so much love. Have a wonderful week. My name's Janice Brown. Thank you so much for listening. If it resonates, take a moment to subscribe and follow along, leave a review, or share this with a friend. If you have questions you would like me to answer on this podcast, or you want to go deeper into this work, you can find all that information below. There's my website and a couple of ways to contact me. I would love to hear from you. You guys are absolutely incredible, and I am so grateful to share this experience with you. Have an amazing week.